0: When historians write about the early 2000s, there are going to be entire books devoted to musicians and artists. More than ever before, we're seeing young people both inside the church and outside passionately throwing themselves into creative pursuits and specifically into music. And it's it's no wonder when you think about it, this generation has been immersed in music literally since the day of their births. And Thanks to apps like YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Music, they have access to the largest library of music in human history. Just think about that. This generation is acutely aware of the power of music, and they're not just listening to it. They're making it. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Risk Cast Podcast. Again, my apologies for the delay. Um, Life has been a little bit crazy up in here Between finishing up this uh, second film, Between Two Worlds, which we're going to talk about uh, just a little bit today, we were on the road for 36 days doing a bunch of different worship nights, a bunch of family stuff for Thanksgiving, finally kind of coming in for a landing here as we're approaching Christmas, and so excited about all that's been happening these past couple of months. Again, I'll share a little bit about that today, and very, very excited about um, this next year ahead, which I... Won't share everything today, but I'll just share a little bit of what's coming down the pipe. And so, quick update for those of you guys who've been following my journey here on the podcast and on social media. Last year, we did a film called From Patmos. It was a stage musical, and we wrapped that. We premiered that this past year in March, and it was awesome. We are currently in the ending stages of distribution talks on that. So, there's been a lot of lawyers going back and forth and all that fun stuff to get from Patmos out there. Uh, I've had so many people reach out and say, hey, I don't have a DVD player, or I don't want to buy a DVD. Is there any way to watch this thing digitally? And very, very soon, there will be a way. Second film, Between Two Worlds, another stage musical based on The Life of Daniel. We shot that in early September, and we're just now did Picture Lock. I literally think two days ago it was. So now we're into um, audio editing, and that should all be wrapped hopefully within seven to 10 days. And the premiere is set for uh, Between Two Worlds, which is going to be March 23rd, 2023. So if you're interested in, in checking that out, mark your calendars anywhere you are in the world to be able to buy a ticket and watch that March 23rd in person here in Kansas City. Uh, you're, again, you're welcome to come. We have a huge venue rented, a huge big screen. We're going to watch it on. There'll be the red carpet, the whole nine yards. Um, or anywhere you are in the world, you can buy a ticket and you'll have a couple of days even after March 23rd to watch that film. And it's it was amazing. It was a lot of fun. Very, very different than uh, the first film that we did, but um, I won't go off on that. To wrap up the film discussion here, our third film, which is a comedy based on the Garden of Eden, is set to be filmed later next year. So in the fall of 2023, And fundraising just opened for that. And so we're really, really excited about some of the things that we're pursuing for that film. You know, just being really brutally honest here, uh, this isn't, you know, this isn't some like polished thing. I'm just kind of talking to you as a creative, as an entrepreneur, you know, as a friend. We've learned a lot as we've gone through this. With our first film, uh, there was a lot of things we wanted to do better. Second film, we accomplished a lot of those things. And then here we are with our third film, there's even more things. That we want to do so we've increased the budget Um, we're boosting up our our creative team and i am so excited about um the script and the songs for this garden of eden musical that's a comedy i'm not going to share a ton about it right now so that's kind of the whole the whole film world so it's it's been a it's been a lot you know i was talking with a friend the other day of just uh you know since since we said yes to doing this and really felt this prompting from the lord to do three films in three years I didn't quite realize what what I was saying yes to there. It's it's been a, a challenge. It's been a joy, kind of all at the same time. But very very excited to uh, to be able to say to people, you know, even to our to our donors, you know, people who have invested or donated rather um, a lot of money, you know, to see these first two films happen. To say, hey, we've done good on our word. Like we're two films done of our three films in three years promise. And in the, as this you know, second year is about to come to an end, we're picture locked, man. This thing is wrapped and the premiere set for March 23rd. So film three, let's go, you know, and lots of exciting things that we were kind of filming from the Lord. We're praying through for 2024, 25, 26, and I'm not going to get into those things right now, but it's kind of just in the Lord in the midst of this, this whirlwind. And uh, I know some of you guys can... Relate to that, but today on the podcast, I want to share something that that I actually did a blog about recently, and uh, I titled the blog "A Different Kind of Fame." And uh, my heart in writing this was just kind of looking across the landscape, you know, social media, traveling, and you know, hearing what people are saying and hearing what people are not saying, and hearing the challenges that people are facing as creatives. as kind of where this, you know, blog kind of spawned forth from. And kind of the, the biblical basis for this of where I began, my heart was Matthew chapter 5, verse 16, which says, you know, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and give glory to the Father in heaven. You know, when you think about it, we're, we're living in a very, very unique time of history. Now, especially those of us who were born before, you know, kind of the age of the World Wide Web, we lived through that transition, and now the young people now you know, can't imagine a world without iPhones. Can't imagine the world without you know having data every every single place that they go. And it's it's been very very unique for kind of us as a transitional generation to see that transition happen and to live through that transition. Um, and so I'm speaking to to those people. I and mean, obviously I'm speaking to to everyone. I think everyone can relate to the, uh, what I'm going to share today, but specifically even to you know the Gen Xers and uh, the young people who have known nothing but social media who have known nothing but you know being connected 24/7 when historians write about you know the early 2000s i believe there're going to be entire books many many books devoted to musicians and artists because more than ever before we're seeing young people you know christian non-christian in the church outside the church whatever it is passionately throwing themselves into their creative pursuits and specifically into music and you know it's no wonder because This generation has been immersed in music literally since the day of their birth. And, you know, because of apps like uh, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, they have access to the largest library of music in human history. Now, if you're an older person out there, you might remember something called Napster. Does anybody remember Napster? Just crazy to think that what, you know, at one point in time, you know, remember it was like this big thing. If you were like pirating music off Napster and you weren't paying the artist their full royalty... You know, and now like music is just released at such a fast pace and there's hundreds of thousands of artists out there releasing music on all these different platforms through the click of a button. It's just, it's just amazing how, how fast things have happened. And so this generation is acutely aware of the power of music and they're not just consuming it or listening to it. They are making it largely because the dream of being the next pop or rock star has never seemed so achievable and so attainable. You know, aspiring artists and musicians are bombarded with television shows like The Voice, America's Got Talent, social media, and pop cultural role models, insisting that if they're just talented enough, if they can get enough votes from the people, if they can get enough Instagram or YouTube followers, then they can make it. And honestly, that's that's true. Fame has never been more attainable than it is right now. Fame has never been more attainable than it is right now, but God is stirring up an entirely different longing in the heart of his church. The longing for greatness is still there, but these artists aren't passionately pursuing their own fame, they're pursuing his. God has gripped many people with a desire, what I mentioned earlier in Matthew 5.16, God has gripped many people with a desire to let their light shine before others, that the world would see their good works, their talents, their skills, their creativity, and what? Give glory to their Father in heaven. It's important to note that these artists aren't ignoring their talents and hiding them for fear that they might be tempted to embrace conceit or vanity or fame or whatever it is. These artists are the good servants that Jesus talked about in Matthew chapter 25, which if you're not familiar with that, it's all about Stewardship and um, saying yes to multiplying what you have been given, and that's something that we're going to be talking about, hopefully on the podcast, but definitely at the the upcoming Legacy Conference, um, which I'm going to talk about in a future podcast. Here, don't bury the talents that the Lord has given you out of fear or insecurity. Multiply them, as Matthew 25 talks about. God is is shifting cultural trends and societal pressures in His church. And I believe he's starting with the artists, with the musicians, the painters, the dancers, the sculptors, the poets, fashion designers, filmmakers, playwrights, whatever it is. And I've seen huge numbers of young people choose to make worship, whether that's uh, worship music or dance or you know whatever it is, something of creativity, their full-time occupation. And their hunger for Jesus's fame isn't satisfied which is the half-hour worship set on Sunday morning and the Wednesday night. They want this to be their actual profession. And I know so many people that are reorganizing everything in their lives to make this happen. I know so many people who are um, taking the step of faith to step out and say, you know what? This may not make complete sense right now in the natural. It may not make financial sense to be a full-time artist, but I'm stepping out because i want to see the name of jesus made great through the realm of creativity. so why am i saying all of this? because you are living in this moment in history. and i want to ask you today, are you just going to carry on with business as usual to foster the same habits that you've done for decades or are you going to answer the call? now some of you guys who're listening you might be like, "hey man, that's that's me." Yes, and amen. That's awesome. Keep going. But for, for many of you guys out there, and I know this because I, I talk to a lot of you guys on social media or email or whatever it is, there's so much pressure. There's so much attack. Um, there's so many things that are trying to shut the mouths of creatives, that are trying to stop the pen of painters, that are, you know, whatever it is. The fifth word of the Bible is created. God is a creator. And you are made in his image. Therefore, there is a call upon your life as a creative or an entrepreneur or whatever you want to call it. And I don't care how young you are or how old you are, the Holy Spirit is willing and able to work through you. And even right now, as you're listening to this, whether you're in your car, at the gym, sitting, wherever you're at, I just want to encourage you that as I end this podcast here momentarily, even just right now, as I'm as I'm talking, to say, Holy Spirit, would you speak to me? about shifts or changes I need to make in my life to make my creativity more of a focus? And would you break off fear or insecurity in my heart? And to paraphrase Revelation 3, verse 20, he is standing at the door of your heart. He's knocking saying, I will pour out and I will do as much as you want me to do, as much as you ask me to do. But as we all know, he's not gonna violate your free will. It takes action on your part. He's not going to physically move you off of the couch to your uh, easel with your paint. He's not going to physically move you over to the piano, turn it on, set the volume, and begin to play. So I encourage you today, go to the secret place. Take your notebook, sketchbook, your guitar, violin, whatever it is, and stay there as long as it takes to connect with him. You are living in a very, very unique moment in history. And I believe that he already is raising up people with this desire to say, I'm going to let my light shine before all men. I'm not going to, as we all know, the the kids' song we learned in Sunday school hide it under a bushel. And have you been hiding your creativity, your desire to be an entrepreneur, whatever it is to influence and bring the, the kingdom of God and express it here on earth? Have you been hiding it under a bushel? Perhaps. In the name of wisdom, you know, and I talked in a previous podcast about knowing the difference between, well, faith without works is dead. So you're stepping out and saying, Lord, if you don't break in, what I'm doing right now will not work and I will fall flat on my face. How do you know when it's faith without works is dead verse, wow, that was a really, really foolish decision, Justin. Why on earth, on earth did you do that? And I still haven't found a great answer since I did that, that podcast uh, a few weeks ago, but one thing I know for sure, I don't want to live my life in fear. I want to express and give the beauty of Jesus that warrants my creativity being expressed. You know, I'm not, I'm not doing this, and, and so many creatives that I talk to, they're not doing it for their own fame or to try and be cool or to try and you know, do something to express themselves because they're so emotional or whatever. Maybe there's a little bit of that in there because we're all emotional beings, and I get it. But uh, you know, I tell people all the time: I do everything that I do because I love God, and I want to steward what He has given me, and I want to see the the fame of Jesus made great in all of the earth. And so, I want to encourage you today: just take a couple minutes, go to your secret place, as as I end this podcast here uh, in a moment, and just talk to the Lord uh, about what He would have you do.